You're listening to Talking Offline, an open discussion to speak honestly about workplace culture. You can visit us online at talkingoffline.net to learn more, blend your ideas, and keep this discussion going. Welcome back to Talking Offline, an honest discussion podcast about workplace culture. I'm your host, Holly, and today I have three very special guests with me. I have Katie, Stacy, and our producer, Nate. Uh, I'm really glad that you're all joining me to talk today about a very interesting topic that I'm excited about. Um, I don't think it gets talked about quite as much as it should, um, so I'm really excited to jump into it. Today, we're going to discuss the concept of the replaceable employee. Mm-hmm. This is a mindset that I'm sure everyone has heard at some point. Um, so to begin, I just want each of you to briefly tell us what industry you work in, your role, and your current work environment as far as like working from home or standard office or hybrid, etc. So let's start with our producer, Nate. Uh, yeah, so uh, my name is Nathan Talon. I work as a Media Lab technician, so I kind of oversee a studio, a video studio and an audio studio Um Currently, I work from an office, kind of, I suppose, where mm-hmm. I have an office and I work there a uh, majority of the time, but mm-hmm. I also go to locations and film there as well as the studio that's on um, location as well. So, um, but yeah, that's that about something. So are you, are you with a team a lot or are you mostly by yourself? I'm mostly by myself. I am technically part of a team, but mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of the only person that does audio video stuff so in that way i'm kind of on an island by myself and do a lot of my projects alone Mm -hmm. but you Um, are usually on location you don't work from home very much no no and even when it was offered i kind of decided to um even though i like working from home it just makes more sense for me to be here where the studio is and things like that so absolutely um but and then i also have a uh student worker that works for me as well um but traditionally um he's just in the studio working on captioning so he wouldn't necessarily if i need help on shoots and stuff like that he'll help me out but for the most part he's just uh, helping with captioning awesome okay katie hello hello (laughs) hi welcome (laughs) thank you um i'm katie I uh, work as a general manager with AMC Theaters. Awesome. So my office setting is... A theater. I work work in a theater. (laughs) Which (laughs) is cool. Lots of people, yes. So, yeah. Awesome. And you've got a lot of staff underneath you as well. I do. I'm at like about 52 right now, I think. Amazing. Yes. That's managers and crew. Managers, supervisors, crew. Yeah. All of of them. Awesome. Stacy. Hello, everybody. Thank Hello. you for having me today, Thank you Holly. for being Thank here. You, Nathan. Welcome, Katie. So my name's Stacy Calder, and uh, the role that I've primarily been in was Director of Financial Aid. So with that setting, staff, I lead a team um, of individuals as well as working with students that attend uh, college mm-hmm. out in Rockford. Um, and I've recently transitioned to another position. Okay. So when we talk about you know what we're talking about today as far as team and leadership, uh, I feel like I've got... And understanding from both sides. So mm-hmm. again, I really appreciate you having me here. Yeah, Looking I'm really, to I'm it. really glad you're here. Um, so yeah, in your situation, you've got experience working in an office, working yeah. from home, working hybrid, absolutely, and obviously over managers, over staff, lots of different levels yeah. there. Yeah, yep, exactly. So in office, from home, yeah. and then especially during a time, I'm, I don't know if people are sick of hearing it, but during COVID, a lot right, of us yeah. experienced transitions and how to manage from that aspect. So we we've all been. 
have the ability to see different angles. Absolutely. So yeah, it was very eye opening. Yeah, I love that. That's you know one of the reasons I was really excited to have all three of you because um, I, I know you all professionally. We've all worked together at some point, um, and I I want to hear your perspectives on this discussion today, um, just from management level, from being on a part of a team, just as a staff member, um, the different environments, working from home, working in a theater, um, you know, small teams, large teams. So I think this is going to be a really great discussion. Um, so I just kind of want to jump in. Let's talk about the replaceable employee mindset. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> so nice. um, let's start. Who here has had a supervisor come right out and tell you you're replaceable or we're all replaceable? Has anyone had that experience? Just straight up. Can you see my hand up? Yeah, yeah. I see you. See my hand? I see, you, are, you are seen. Stacey. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've had that happen to me in the past. Absolutely. Do you remember, um, like, do you remember that specific moment? I do. Yeah? Yes. What was said? So it, I don't think the intent was for my manager to make me feel bad. Um, if you hear that, you know, right, out the, right off the bat, you're replaceable. I think the perception that we have is I'm, I'm not worth anything to the company, and you right. take it very personally. Mm -hmm. uh, I think what the intent was as we were going through everything, and I know we'll dive into this a little bit more, for, for me personally, what's my worth here? Yeah. Then um, am I am I contributing? Is there mm -hmm. something going on with the work that I'm providing? Is mm -hmm. there something wrong with my personality? Yeah. So right there is kind of a shot to the gut. Absolutely. As far as someone telling me, hey, you're replaceable. Yeah. So. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, I wanted to start with just flat out someone yeah. telling you that. We're also going to talk about, like, actions that show you that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I know, Katie, I don't know if you want to have any input on this, because you and I worked together at an environment that we were told we're all replaceable here. Our, right. our supervisor flat out said, you're replaceable, I'm replaceable, we're all replaceable. And I was like, well, why are any of us here? I tried <laughs> to block that from my memory. I, I was like, I'm sorry if I'm triggering you right now. <laughs> we definitely get triggered about that place. Um, but I, yeah, I just literally had that realization. I was like, why am I here then? Mm -hmm. You know, like if anyone can do this job, why am I here? Right. And it, it affects your work performance, mm -hmm. 100%. And I'm always wondering what the intent is. Is it, is it to threaten somebody, hey, right. you're replaceable? Or is it more so to fire you up as far as, hey, yeah. anyone can come in and do this? So I, I also think about that. Absolutely. What's the reason behind it? And I very much wanted to know her motivation behind it. Because she was very much like, it wasn't like you. It was like me too. Yeah. I'm replaceable just like you are. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, what's your point of telling me that? It's yeah. almost like, you know through fear, I guess, where mm -hmm. it's like, hey, we could all lose our jobs on a second notice, and I don't necessarily know if that's a great motivating factor. I know it can be for some people, yeah. but definitely not for me. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's always an interesting kind of mindset to right? have, I feel. It really messes with your psyche. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so... Let's, let's talk about... Let's talk about what we mean by replaceable, mm -hmm. okay? Um... So just, is, a, is an employee replaceable as leaders? What do you say? No, I, you know, because I've worked with, I'm not, you know, super high up, but I've worked with uh, student workers and things like that. And the last thing on my mind is wanting to, um, you know, try to find someone and replace someone. Because usually, you know, you go through the process and you hire the person that you think will be the best fit. Mm -hmm. So you're in the position where you feel like you have someone that's working well, gelling well, you trained them, they know what they're doing, they seem to be in a good spot. So like, 
it's never on my mind like oh this person's just replaceable if they quit then i can just find another one because to me it's like when i'm going through that process of interviewing these potential student workers and things like that i'm trying to find someone that i think will work good in my mm-hmm. environment and i know mm-hmm. that that can be kind of a challenge and it's it's a little bit different with my thing as well because it's a little bit more specialized i suppose sure where it's like already trying to find someone that is willing to do right the work and knows a little bit about it but even then it's like i always put in there that um you know, I'm willing to train if you're willing to learn. And I think to me, I never once had that mindset of uh, thinking that they're replaceable because that's the last thing that I would want is to try to find someone to fill this position. Because, you know, to me, it's even, of course, most of the time I like having them around, but also it's kind of more work for me as well, where it's like, I got to find someone else and train them and do this whole thing. So I never really understood that it kind of comes down to like what's going to cause more work to find someone else or to build this person up 100%. to develop them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I did see a look on Katie's face because she's in a very interesting industry for yeah. this particular topic. Um, and and I don't want and I'm not looking for just like a yes or no answer. Mm-hmm. Do you think people are replaceable and you can explain your reasoning there? Sure. Yeah. Uh I don't intentionally want people to be replaceable, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but working in a um, an entry level job where it's mostly like, I mean, we're hiring as young as fourteen years old. Right. Um, yes, they are replaceable. Unfortunately, um, we try not to have that because right. you're right. There's like a lot of training that goes into it and time, and training costs money as well. Um, but yeah, it absolutely. They are mm-hmm. replaceable. Sometimes you get people in and you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is going absolutely nowhere. Um, but yeah, no, I I think from that perspective, yes, employees are mm-hmm. absolutely replaceable, unfortunately. Do you concur, Stacey? I like to look at it from two angles. So I, I'm going to be that person that's, I won't give you a straight answer. You're being diplomatic. I'm going to be it's diplomatic. Okay. It's okay. So I look at it as button seat. So as far as the actual day-to-day functionality versus from the emotional standpoint. Mm -hmm. So yes, do I think someone could come in and do the job? Yes, in that sense, they are replaceable. Mm -hmm. But as far as does this person provide a positive energy as a team member, um, when someone leaves that brings good energy and it has an effect on the team where, you know, myself as an example, I'll use, um, I just recently left a position, mm-hmm. had a wonderful team under me, and as I left, everyone had the concern, well, this person is not replaceable. So job function, 100%, someone can come in and do the job. Mm-hmm. But as far as that energy that that person brings to the team, not anyone can step into those shoes, mm-hmm. um, whether you're at a management level or you're at that team level mm-hmm. doing your day-to-day. From that, from that standpoint, you are not necessarily replaceable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to find someone to come in and automatically have a good balance and bring that same positive energy to the team. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, but I have to break it down as far as two different paths. Yeah. Work-wise, mm-hmm. yes. Emotional, how they fit into the team, mm-hmm. not necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be said about the vibe that you bring to an office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, personalities sometimes are just as important as um, work ethic. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, those often go hand in hand, I think. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying, and I agree with you. It's okay to have a diplomatic answer because yeah. I agree with you But from that. what Katie was saying, yeah, you, if to come in and have someone come in to fill the role to do the job, yes. Mm-hmm. But I think when indiv- individuals look at hiring someone, they really do first look at what type of personality is that person bringing in because I feel 
I can train someone to do the job. Mm-hmm. You can come in and fulfill the tasks, but as far as are you going to mesh well, right. that is hard. And when you are interviewing and going through a series of candidates, you look at that first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least I do. Yeah, absolutely. I And I've worked at... Um, you know, before this job, I've worked in positions where, you know, at grocery stores and things like that. And it's like, you know, there's no line about it. It's like, you know, when you're there, it's like, yeah, like you said, it's like, these are positions that do not necessarily super fast turnover rate, but there is mm-hmm. turnover rate and you see new faces. It feels like every month or whatever. Um, but what I appreciated about those positions is they never use it as a motivating factor, mm-hmm, like you sure. were saying before, because it's true. It's like, you know, you know what, when you're in those positions, what it's like, but mm-hmm. in the same vein, it's like you saw the people that did, you know, bring up the energy when you were like, I'd look at the shift sheet and who's with me. It's exactly. like, okay, that's cool. I'm happy to become, yes. or it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm with them today. Okay. It mm-hmm. might be a slow day. Um, so yeah, like you said, I think it's, there's definitely two layers to it where it's like. I think that's a good way of putting it, like the emotional way, the the vibe, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, just function, of course. It's like, you know, from if you're looking at it like that, I think, unfortunately, I guess they are just replaceable mm-hmm. when, it, yeah. when you break it down to just pure function. Absolutely. Like, you know, you were saying, um, we I think we've all, ex- you were exactly what you're saying. We've all experienced it where you're like, oh, man, we've got a real skeleton crew in the office today. Mm-hmm. But it's these three people, so mm-hmm. we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. It depends who's there. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. if you have high volume of work. Like, these personalities are going to mesh well. Different They're going to get the job done, yeah. you know. Um, and there can, and it's funny because I feel like people fall into, like, a spectrum of work ethic and personality mm-hmm. because some people, they can be really great with people. And they can be, and they can be really great doing exactly what their job is, but they're not going to go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have other people, they're going to go above and beyond in everything. Mm-hmm. And then you have some people that... They're probably not great with them, with people, and they're kind of just doing the bare minimum. Right. Yeah. And then you look at it like, let's say you're a team, and you, you know, there's a lot of situations on a team where there's that bad apple, we'll call it. Sure. So, and you'll have everyone to get getting together or having their side conversations, mm-hmm. being like, "Gosh, I wonder how it would be if that person was no longer here." Right. And then it comes down to, well, is our workload going to be bigger? But is it worth? having this person kind of go on their, their merry right. way and bringing someone else in. Yeah. So I know you probably dive into that a little bit more, but. Yeah, 100%. And I think, I think there's something to be said about, like, you kind of breaking it down like that, because I also think there's a whole nother element where it's like, here's this person that does have such a positive vibe, not necessarily the best at the job, doesn't yeah. necessarily yep. get yes. the most amount of work, but they're willing to learn and they're willing to work mm-hmm. together. And I think that's even you know, there's value there as well that it's like, you know, I'd much rather have someone that's willing to learn that's positive to be around than someone that kind of brings down the greater good for the team. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. A hundred percent. Um, so, okay. In terms of employees feeling replaceable, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, what are some things that can make employees feel replaceable without actually having to tell them that they are? Katie's smiling. I see it in her face. <laughs> it's such a fun thing in my industry. Uh, my home office says, throw a pizza party. <laughs> Don't you love the That's pizza become party? the joke, yes. You work at a movie theater, you get a pizza party to show recognition. Um, no, I have a different mindset, a different approach uh, to that than probably most of my colleagues. Um, I, I try to look at potential in people, and from that... Um, look at whatever tasks that we have in the theater. Really, Mm -hmm. the sky's the limit to anything they can learn. I've got inventory, I've got HR, I've got all kinds of stuff that they can learn. And um, 
I try to take that potential and challenge them to like learn in mm-hmm. that. Not I know that not everyone's going to stay with a movie theater. That's not a thing. <laughs> They're not lifers like you. <laughs> no, I'm not even a lifer really. <laughs> um, but if they can take something that I've taught them and take it to another industry. Um, I feel that I've done my job then. Mm-hmm. But that gives them confidence, though, when they're kind of called out and said that, like, hey, I recognize that you are very good at this. Mm-hmm. Let me train you a little bit further. Sure. And so the next place you go, you have a little more experience. Sure. Something you put on your resume. Absolutely. Yeah, that seems to have uh, worked pretty well with, with those I've worked with in the mm-hmm. past. I think that goes... Uh, into what exactly I was going to say is the best way to make people feel like they're, you know, not replaceable and have that kind of mentality is to have opportunities for Mm -hmm. growth. And you make it stated that you want to facilitate an environment where they can learn and grow, where it's like, I think once you start getting the the feeling that, you know, the higher ups just see you as another cog in the machine. Yeah. Then it just starts to weigh on you a little bit, Mm -hmm. even if they're not flat out. And, you know, they may not even be purposely doing it, but Mm -hmm. it's like if they just kind of you know, ignore the people that are just on the floor stocking mm-hmm. the shelves or whatever, and they don't really say much to them. Yeah. Then it's like you start to feel like, okay, I'm just kind of at this part of the totem pole and there's mm-hmm. no way to go up or anything like that. And I think just facilitating an environment that is like, hey, I want you to get as much as you can out of this position mm-hmm. and even further positions maybe, I think even just that little bit right there makes yeah. it seem like you're just trying to facilitate an environment where you can grow and learn, even if you aren't going to stick around right. for long. It's like at least you can have a place here where you can learn and, like you said, take skills. It's like that's exactly what I had in mind when it's to kind of create an environment where you don't feel, even if it's like, sure, someone can come in and replace this function. It's mm-hmm. like, no, but I chose you. Mm-hmm. You're in this position. I want to help you grow. Mm-hmm. I think just having an environment like that goes a long way. Right. Yeah, 100%. Um, that kind of goes along with my next piece is, you know, we're talking about um, when it comes from higher ups, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we talked on our last episode about uh, organizational culture and how there's different communities, you know, as a whole, they might have one mission statement, one vision, but it breaks down to smaller departments, smaller divisions, and those are their own communities, mm-hmm. you know, so when leadership is kind of out of touch mm-hmm. with with what's going on how do you as a leader like make your employees feel right like they're irreplaceable yeah. you know and mm-hmm. do you do you find difficult do you find that to have like pressure on you to do that i feel like you would Katie. Oh, absolutely yeah. <laughs> like i said the meme out there is oh, let's have a pizza party yeah <laughs> right um yeah no our home office even they'll tell us it hey, i mean th- the verbiage out there to the managers is that, yes, everyone is replaceable. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is post the position. Right. And it's not quite that easy. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So for us, it's like we have to find, my team and I, we have to find creative ways to recognize um, potential in people or um, try to keep the good ones around, mm-hmm. basically. I mean, there are some people that kind of have to work out. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And that's part of like what's going to make the team function the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it is, it is pretty difficult to um, take this idea that like our home office has and then try to translate that to the real world. Absolutely. <laughs> so. And I feel like there can be a huge miscommunication that can be detrimental to mm-hmm. the, um, 
to the productivity for the entire company. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone sees like, oh, this place, there's always new faces. Mm-hmm. There's such a high turnover. That's not going to be a good look for that company. Right. You know, that can affect clientele. That can affect your customers, whatever the industry is. Yeah. Um, so do you, do you feel like administration doesn't necessarily see that? Are they blind to that? They actually judge us on that, <laughs> which is even funnier. Right? Yeah. No, that's part of my year-end review is what is my turnover rate. Right. Um, yeah, it's 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 very interesting. I think um, part of it, though, is like, you know, when you have an office that's, for my industry at least, you have an office that's so far away and it's not boots on the ground. Um, there's ideas that they had from when they worked in a movie theater in the 90s or whatever. <laughs> and it's just, it's not the same as what today is. Mm-hmm. And I think you see, like, uh, an interesting change in the culture and I don't know if like you said there's the memes about pizza parties and it's mm-hmm. like I see those all over the place and I think <laughs> that um, there's just something interesting about social media and the spread of all these people working these jobs where yeah these people in the higher up positions are under a lot more scrutiny I feel where mm-hmm. um, for example and this is kind of you know a little bit out of this specific realm but I always find it interesting where you know I'm a movie fan so it's like whenever people step up into these positions of studios, it's like I'm always looking to see what the direction will be. And if it's just another business person, Mm -hmm. then I'm kind of like, okay, they're kind of maybe be out of touch with what's happening. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, Pixar uh, replaced their um, studio head and it was a director, it Mm -hmm. was one of the directors that's directed plenty of the Mm -hmm. best movies that they've done. I said, okay, now I'm way more excited about that than if it was some random businessman. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that translates into... um, these higher up positions, like you said, it's like they're off working in, you know, some office mm-hmm. crunching the numbers and doing that thing. And it's like, it's your job to kind of translate. I think that's a good way of saying it into the real world and find mm-hmm. that because there is a way that, you know, you can just be disconnected if you're not, you know, with the people that you work with yeah. or, you know, are over in terms of the chart there. And mm-hmm. I feel like just having an open door and creating an, you know, I feel like a broken record with both of these episodes that we recorded, but creating an environment where it does feel like, you know, they can go to you and talk or come ask me any questions mm-hmm. or yeah, you, you want to do something else here. It's like, come walk in, you know, we'll mm-hmm. talk and we'll find a new spot for you to do and maybe yeah. something new to challenge you or something like that. I think, um, it is just interesting when you're working for these super big, you know, corporations or anything like that, where it's like these people aren't even mm-hmm. coming through and seeing this. So it's like there is yeah. some weird loss in translation there, I feel. Mm-hmm. And um, but it is we're in an interesting time where I feel like there are a lot more eyes on these mm-hmm. people that are uh, 100%. just the suits or <laughs> but whatever. Then they rely call. on you like you've got the higher ups mm-hmm. that are not in the mix. So then chain of command. Mm -hmm. So, okay, great. The higher-ups may not know what goes into this, and we all feel that way. Like They don't know the process. Why are they going in and making decisions? But then they rely on this individual at this level and then this individual at Mm -hmm. this level. And then I think it's up to the leader that has that next level or the individual that, you know, for myself, my staff, they may not feel the warm and fuzzies from somebody that's maybe five or six steps above me, Mm -hmm. but it's up to me to relay that you're appreciated and things mm-hmm. like that and also maybe go to the higher-ups and say hey if you would say good morning mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. if you did this or that it would just make everyone feel a little bit different it would mm-hmm. change the perception mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think that also with that and you may go into this more but you know making people feel that they're irreplaceable is learning that individual and mm-hmm. i use the love language concept you know having a staff of 11 people mm-hmm. i know that and this is not specific to you holly but as an example your words of affirmation 
let me tell you every day that you know you're doing a good job and to make it seem like because you're gonna you're looking for my approval mm-hmm. I think we all have that tendency to feel replaceable because we're always thinking what does our boss think of us mm-hmm. so who's making that decision if I'm replaceable is it my boss is mm-hmm. it the people around me that you know they don't like working with me so perception is everything mm-hmm. whether it's coming from up here from your direct manager or even your coworkers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I think 100%. everybody plays a, a responsibility and a role mm-hmm. in making everyone feel that, you know, you do add value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not performing, I think it's fair for a person 100%. to feel that they're replaceable. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, it's it's not only the, the manager's fault or right. the higher up fault, you have a job to do as well. Mm-hmm. You know, right. there's a stake for you. You need to also put forth that effort to make sure that you do not you're not perceived as replaceable. Right. 100%. Mm-hmm. We, um, yeah, recently we, you know, had a chat with a student worker because um, he meant, he basically said, I feel like you guys act like I don't want to work. And I was like, well, why do you think that is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? What like, are you doing? I was like, well, why don't we talk about that? Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like people don't think you want to work, <laughs> you know? And, um, you know, since that conversation, you know, this student has been much more productive mm-hmm. and he's been much more reliable and he's been going that extra mile. And I was like, See, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought it was it's funny. Check in. Yeah, I it's thought it was funny like. that he brought it up and almost like accusingly. And I was like, well, let's talk about. So that. he was <laughs> feeling something. And there was also that perception um, from everyone around him, like this person's talking behind my back. It feels like this person too, mm-hmm. and how maybe you're treating the individual because now it's like you're at that point where you're frustrated with this person, mm-hmm. whatever. And that may not even be it. You just may feel that way. Yeah. But that's amazing that you had that conversation and it was brought up because now you get it all out in the open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now how do we fix it? Exactly. That's and, you awesome. know, there was follow-up, you know, after a couple of weeks of seeing the improvements, I just went up to him and was like, hey, you're doing awesome. There you go. You right know, there. and I was like, I've seen it. You've changed your attitude. And I was like, you're doing amazing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's he's been doing great. So I just, I was like, we need to have those conversations. You know, we're, we're not going to... We're not going to build someone up and change their perspective on being replaceable or irreplaceable if we don't have those conversations. Right. You know, to me, my student workers aren't just student workers. They're part of our team, yeah, you know, but if they're going to act like they don't want to work and they don't want to be there, mm-hmm. yeah, then, you know, there's going to be that tension. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said, too, about maybe sometimes if you have the feeling without, you know, a supervisor or someone directly above you saying that you feel replaceable, if you have that feeling that man, am I replaceable? It may be because mm. you aren't doing right. the work that's Kicking necessary. The butt, right. you aren't. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think it's always important to uh, self-evaluate as well mm-hmm. and make sure that you're in a good place. And sometimes maybe the job isn't even a right fit for you. And mm-hmm. that's where the self-evaluation yeah. comes in, where it's like, it's okay to reflect on and think about yeah. some things if you are feeling that way. And even just thinking through, and if no one has necessarily made you feel that way directly, it's like, why am I feeling this way? Yeah, it may just exactly. be that the position's not the right fit for you. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So Absolutely. where does it start? Does it start with the individual, either the manager or staff level, making someone feel that way, or mm-hmm. is it because they know they're underperforming, mm-hmm. and now the notions in their mind, mm-hmm. and now they can kind of start seeing, All right, this is how I'm feeling. I'm not producing. I'm not doing what I need. How 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 is everyone else viewing that? Right. And then it comes to rise. Yeah, yeah. and I, I feel like it can it can go from both directions. Yeah, you know, absolutely. it can be from the employee, it can be from administration, it can come from both directions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's up to it's up to everyone to cultivate a positive culture. Right. And, you know, if, if I've got a bad attitude, then maybe that's that's probably affecting my performance and that's making me a replaceable yeah. employee. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where's that coming from? Is that coming from me? Is that coming from them? It could be either way. Mm-hmm. But there's that approach to 
are you a good leader if you actually walk up to someone and say, hey, you're replaceable? Is there a time and place? Like, is there actually a time and place where someone has you so frustrated or whatever the case is to where, you know what, buddy? Here is, let me put it on the line for you yeah. here or on the table. Um, I, there's five other people I can bring in right now mm-hmm. that could, you know, I don't know if they'll do a better job, but yeah. we want to be here. And that's that thing. That's that want. Yeah. The need versus want. And I am trying so, so hard not to laugh because Stacy and I have a really wonderful, loving relationship. <laughs> and she has told me a million times that she didn't need me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and I know the, she's lying. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, she's told me so many times. The interesting thing with you is before you came on, I didn't know if I needed, you know, what you add to the team. I really didn't know. But when you started doing it, I didn't have to direct you. You just came in here and you started doing this, this, and this, and I could not live without you now. <laughs> From everything, all the value you added um, in my role to the team, there's no way. Yeah, and we had that dynamic where you could be like, I don't need you. I'm like, all right, I'm going home. You'd be like, no, stay. I'm kidding, it's a joke. <laughs> I, think, I think there is also, like you were saying, though, a world that exists when you do sit down with you know an employee or something and have those conversations. I don't think it's... Uh, necessarily taboo or out of line to bring that up. Like, it's like, it doesn't really seem like you want to be here. Yeah. And I know Mm -hmm. people that would want this job. And just Mm -hmm. to know, like, Mm -hmm. I need to see that from you, that you do want this position. Or otherwise... There's a line that yeah. would, you know, I think there's a world where that is for sure something yeah. that can come it's up It's not unreasonable. No, I mean, and that's you're, not you're, play the blame yeah. game either, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. You're approaching it with kindness. Yep. You're approaching yep. it with professionalism. Exactly. And you're saying, hey, do you want to be here? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting an, a vibe that you don't. Yep. Right. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. How how can you fix that? What do we need to do? Yep. You know, you can talk about that. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I've, I've had this discussion. I've actually recently had this discussion with a coach because, <laughs> yeah, you'll understand why. Um <laughs> The concept of everyone is replaceable, but as a team, mm. you're not replaceable as a team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, this example can be like, you know, Michael Jordan. Mm. Oh my you gosh, know, that popped into my head right Michael here. Michael Jordan. Michael yep. Jordan's amazing. Yep. Can you replace Michael Jordan? No. But is it more the team or is it him? Mm-hmm. You know, Scotty I had. Yeah. Scotty Pippen, exactly. <laughs> it's like you can't have Jordan without Pippen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had this. I had this debate with a coach because you know he was very much like you got to have a team. It's the whole team. You can have Jordan one good guy. And Pittman, Pittman. Yeah. Right. I, I like think of the three, the mm-hmm. Fab three. So do you do you think it's more about the individual or the entire team? That's team a question. Yeah. I think it's the team. It's the team. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I think no one person is perfect at doing well. Just from my perspective, so. My leadership team, they're trained in like every aspect of being a leader within the building. Mm -hmm. And I need to trust that any one of them can run my building when I'm out. Right. (laughs) And so if one of them is, you know, needing to go, fine. But if, you know, the whole team kind of together, they bring different things to the table. Mm -hmm. And I love that I have such a diverse team to bring different things to the table. Mm -hmm. And I don't think replacing any one of them would be beneficial. I mean, it would just, it would change the dynamic Mm -hmm. of everything. Yeah. I think that um, it's interesting where it's like, I do think that it depends. I think Mm -hmm. that there is definitely moments where um, I think that like, yeah, maybe an individual could be replaced, but also the team is a, for example, my brain just goes to, filmmaking of course it goes naturally (laughs) but it's like i have a team that i work with a lot and we mesh well together and we feel like everything goes smooth and we're together Mm -hmm. i can't 
imagine replacing just one of those people and having that same fit you know mm-hmm. so in that way it is the team and i think depending on the positions that you're in it, i think mm-hmm. um you may be more reliant on that atmosphere where it's like for example I don't know. It's like I I get lots of positive affirmation and things here, but it is kind of interesting where I am on this island, mm-hmm. kind of by myself doing the one-man band, go out and film all this mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, yes, I'm part of a team, but, you know, you have these people that are kind of part of the team but working on their own. So I think it gets a little interesting. But overall, I'd say for most of my experience, of I'm with you where it's like the team is what, you know, is mm-hmm. the sh- the bottom layer of everything. It's holding up everything. I think, mm-hmm. and I always am saying it every single time on these things, but like that environment, that team environment, that's what makes it worth going to work. Mm-hmm. The next day is you know that you're going to walk into your team and you're going to feel yeah. like part of a team and you're going to feel like, you know, this is a welcoming environment where if you do feel like you are on an island constantly and I mm-hmm. feel like that can grate on you as well. So mm-hmm. in my mind, when you're talking about we're, I think, like, yeah, you can't replace Michael Jordan. No. Like, if we're talking, if we're having this conversation, you can't replace Michael Jordan. Yeah. What are we talking about? But when you're talking about... But Michael about, Jordan didn't always win. It's true. You, you know? know, he went to the Wizards. He lost his team. Yeah, exactly. Then, so but he's go. also old. So, <laughs> so building on that, do we think... I, I guess I'm looking at now, does a team stop functioning because that individual left? So Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, you know, where were his skill sets? He was, a, he was an aggressive scorer. Mm-hmm. But... He wasn't, he wasn't the leader when it comes to rebounds. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the leader when it came to defense. So when you look at it, okay, maybe this aspect of what Michael Jordan brought to the team, we're kind of missing on that, but right. what else can we do? Can we build our senses up? Right. So we wa- we've lost this, but now maybe we can focus on these things to still win the game. Sure. Mm-hmm. So does a team still function? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, can a team, team still function without a leader? hundred mm-hmm. percent. So I think th- there's that whole adaption and, and change yeah. to now fit the new scenario. But again, when you look at it, you know, the team as a whole was a greater good. At, you've, you've had every mm-hmm. single component filled. Mm-hmm. And now without that one thing, you kind of have to move everything around mm-hmm. to kind of focus yeah. on, you know, how do you maybe not even replace that, but build up something. Yeah, new. exactly. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to yeah. say is there's something to be said where it's like, sure, you replace Michael Jordan. It's like, okay, we're not going to be the same team that we go. were with him, mm-hmm. but we can still build up something that's equally as good in a different way. Yeah. And I think that that's an interesting um, area as well. Like you said, adapting, like mm-hmm. taking 100%. in new people and trying to find what works best for that. Because ultimately, like you said, it kind of all goes back down to, you know, the team dynamic and how mm-hmm. it all works together. Even if you are just replacing one person, yeah. it's yeah. like, what are you looking for? It's like, oh, I want them to mesh well with the rest mm-hmm. of the crew that they'll be working with. So I yeah. think it ultimately always goes back to the team. I, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I've been doing I've been doing a podcast recreation, recreationally for, I've been doing it for seven years now. The podcast itself has been around for 10 years. And we've seen different people come in and out as the, as the hosts. You know, we've had different hosts over the years. Um, and <clears throat> the team that we have now, the group we have now, We've, it's been the four of us for six years. And it's like the first four years, it was almost like a trial run. And then that sixth year, mm-hmm. the four of us came together and it's like we found our groove, mm-hmm. you know? So it's the same show, same intro, nothing's yeah. changed, same format, but the people have come and gone. And as this unit, like we're the strongest we've been. It's just, we've got a good a, a good vibe with each other. Um, and I think that says a lot for, you can, you feel like, oh, you can't replace this individual, 
But then once you allow it to happen and you adapt, yeah. something great can come out oh, of it, sure. you know, it, yeah. and it can be, you can miss the other person and be like, oh, that was, you know, a good time when we were this team. Mm-hmm. But you can be a new unit and it can be really great. You yeah. just have to adapt. And sometimes you can find stuff that you uh, maybe weren't necessarily aware of of yourself where it's like, okay, here the host leaves. We bring in a new mm-hmm. person. They're not necessarily comfortable being the host. So then this person has to step up and be the host. Mm-hmm. Wait, they're a really good host. Right, this is yeah. actually yeah. working pretty well. And then this other person takes this different role. Mm-hmm. And it's like everyone has their role to play. And I think that there's something to be said about when uh, new blood comes in. Then yeah. it can give opportunities for other people to learn different sure. roles as well. And I think yeah. there's, uh, you know, positive uh, elements to that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in most organizations, there should always be evolution happening. Yes. Yeah. You know, there are some things that, yeah, you want it to stay the same. It's classic, it's tried and true, that's what you want. But, like, for the most part, things should always be evolving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that is going to come differences in team, differences mm-hmm. in leadership, you know. Um, so, with with that in mind, what do you do as a leader to help build up your staff? What do you do to help them take pride in their work? Pizza party. Pizza party. <laughs> Pizza Pizza party. Food. Done. Bribery. It That's works it. every That's time. That's all you want. Yeah. Every time. That's all I want. <laughs> so going back to what does a leader do? Say that again. Yeah. What, like, what, what does a leader do to like build up your team? The, each individual, like help them to take pride in their work. You know, especially, you know, Katie, it's an entry-level job. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, it, it can be difficult to... Have a 14-year-old taking pride in sweeping right. up a theater. Actually, the 14-year-olds are the best. <laughs> they're afraid that you can see yeah, that go, fear they're in them. They're very they're moldable. Yeah. <laughs> they're young and have energy. They don't know any better yet. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, as leaders, I think as long as you make people feel seen and heard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and just, I mean, like I said before, calling out their potential I mean, I had that happen to me in one of my first jobs. Yeah. I had someone say, you're not going to stay in entry level. You're going to go into management. Yeah. And they gave me experience in so many other things. Mm-hmm. And that gave me interest to move into management. Yeah. And look at me now. <laughs> look at you now. <laughs> look at the show. Running Run the, the show. show. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I mean, me personally, um, if it wasn't for Stacy, I wouldn't have confidence to think that I could be more than assistant. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the one that she's like, you're more than this. You office know? manager. <laughs> <laughs> she's been calling me office, office manager, manager for years, even though my you're title is my assistant, assistant, you know. Sure. It, she's built my confidence and, you know, I went back to school. I'm about to graduate and it's because she sees potential in Can me. Can you yeah. see me crying out here? <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's just like what you said there, leading by example. Yeah. I mean, I think if you have a staff and they see an individual come out, you know, regardless of what you're doing, if um if I was to hide in my office all day and, you know, with the environment we work in, you're being yelled at, you got people coming at you. Yeah. And if I come out there and say, I think you should handle it this way. Well, you better as a manager be out there at some point mm-hmm. to have that experience because if someone sees that you've never rolled up your sleeves mm-hmm. and kind of dug into the trenches, mm-hmm. it's very hard for a staff to actually respect you from that level. Yeah, sure. But if it starts from the, te- the, the leadership, I think right there, the team can kind of get a feel that she understands that she gets, she knows how we feel yep. and it's all about feelings mm-hmm. right there. The, it kind of sets the tone for the team. hundred percent. I've learned everything by watching you. So thank you. Oh, <laughs> Going off that, I would do another tie back to the previous episode. Yes. And I think it all goes back to empathy. There it is. And yep. I think that's our that, word of the day. And I think that like, like you were saying, it's like just remembering that time and seeing hopefully, you know, people that go up and, 
you know, the ranks and they yeah. were with in that mm -hmm. position that uh, these people are in now. Just thinking back to what you would appreciate in that time or what you did appreciate from your leaders in that time as well. And just mm -hmm. incorporating that with how you run the environment, I think, is um extremely important where it's like know that each of these people are going home and they're you know living their lives afterwards and they're coming here they're choosing to come here sure they're getting paid and things like that but there's a reason why they're coming back here and making sure that you facilitate an environment where they feel welcome mm -hmm. and then you know they don't feel like they're just burning yeah. eight hours of their day yep. each time you know and my yeah. team killed themselves for me people always ask oh my gosh you know you have no turnover. You, you the individuals in my office, six plus years, mm -hmm. and it's they they will do they will go beyond above and beyond to do good for me because at that level I appreciate them and mm -hmm. we function well as a team. But um, I think it sets the tone as a leader. You know, you got these fourteen year olds coming in and they watch you. And it's like, gosh, you know, I have so much to learn from this person. She wants to continue to give herself mm -hmm. and educate me. I want to do welfare. It's yeah. like moms, you know, parents and children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, your kid respects you and they, they want to they wanna get that praise from you. I don't want to say it like that, but they want to do good by you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yes. Acknowledgement yeah. and, you know, yeah. you just want to have a rewarding experience yeah. when you go to work each yeah. day. And whether that's, you know, helping out someone that you admire or even just doing the work itself that, you know, um, helps trickle down and help other people throughout um your life like especially the stuff that yep. we do here it's mm -hmm. like it's just kind of rewarding in its own way and i think mm -hmm. that you know just making sure to maintain that you know environment is important yeah and, and attitude healthy wife happy oh, life absolutely. <laughs> you know it's like happy staff happy boss and vice versa yeah. mm -hmm. you come in with a horrible attitude you've set the tone for that mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. you come in with a thing of donuts and you're smiling, you've got that Friday attitude. Yeah. I was like, you're, you're describing me. Day. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a good day, and your team is going to have a good day. Absolutely. You know, lead by example yeah. and value your staff. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, them, those yes. are the fundamentals. Yeah. Of it's, this. it's hard to sit here and have this conversation. It's a great topic, but sitting here and actually imagining myself going up to someone and telling them that they're, they're replaceable. Hard to imagine, it's right? It's just not. <laughs> It's not in my vocabulary, and I kind of want to try it just, <laughs> just to I just, see how it feels. I really do. I think I might go back and just pretend and say, you know what, come here. And, <laughs> and I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, it's just a hard Can I pick who you say it to? Absolutely. <laughs> Let me know how that you, goes. You asked the question in the beginning. Were you ever told and I? And I was. I don't yeah. know if it pushed me or, you know, you can't see me, but I got the fist up. I just made me feel bad. Yeah. It's yeah. not a good feeling. No. no. So any... Uh, do we have any closing comments that you want to bring up before we wrap things up today? Oh, Cubs. I mean, Cubs. <laughs> there you go. Of course. Empathy. Empathy. Yeah. Word of the day. Word, Word of, of every day. day. Treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. had the book open, you know. The, the <laughs> I love these these uh, buzzwords. This is great. <laughs> well, you know, I think this, this wraps things up. I think this was a great discussion. Um, I want to thank all of you for being here today. Katie, Stacy, as always, yeah. Nate, you're wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for taking the time to be here. I know you're all busy. Um, you have very unique perspectives, and I respect all of you so much. This has been great. Uh, so, yeah, I think that wraps wraps things up on the replaceable employee mindset. Tune in next time for more honest conversations on workplace culture. And until then, keep communicating with one each other. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Holly. Thanks Thank for you. having me.
Thank you for tuning in to Talking Offline, an honest discussion podcast about workplace culture. If you want to help us keep the discussion going, head on over to where you found us and leave a like or subscribe. If you have a comment or question for us, we want to hear from you. Head on over to talkingoffline.net and send us a message.